the one that we call Wise El Jefe. Talk to me about the relationship and the bond that you two share. It, it, it seems to be the two of you are like each other's best friend. Well, not to assume that I'm his best friend. to Revelations, the place where we speak truth to power. I'm Cole Johnson, and I'm so glad you're able to join me. Our next guest has been to prison, but that's only a small part of his journey. He has since gotten out of that life and has blossomed into a successful one in property maintenance and now is dabbling into the creative world. Ladies and gentlemen, the CEO of A1 Plus One Property Maintenance the CEO of Real Wise Productions, and the author of The Plush Life, along with being one half of the Poppy J and Wise El Jefe show slash podcast, Anthony J. Gonzalez. But I know him better as Poppy J. And this is his revelation. How you doing, sir? How you doing? I'm glad to be here. Man, man, it is good to have you here, man. I'm glad that you've made it on here. And uh, yeah, we're going to have a good, good, good conversation, man, because I've, I've, I've peeped you for a little bit. I'm like, this man has a lot to say, and I like the things that you're saying. So uh, I, I think I'm going to have an, an interesting conversation, and I'm going to learn a lot. And normally how we get things going on this show it says, since you're a first-time guest, we hope that you're welcome. And this is, your, this is the internet home for me. But uh, we like to do what is called Open the Way. Now, with Open the Way, conversation starts when vulnerability enters the room. Now, for what I understand, you are Brooklyn-born and Brooklyn-bred. Uh, I hope I have that right. Definitely. And it, that's what I thought. <laughs> so how was life growing up in that particular borough of New York? Uh, I loved it. I mean, I guess looking back, it was more... It's your environment, so I can't really like trash it. It wasn't the best upbringing, but it was one of those where in our generation, you had to learn, like you had, it was not a lot of, how is it now? Uh, Like protection, like 
the parents are overprotective now. So right, kids right. Don't, are not prepared for the street. Back right. then, it was a with the crack pandemic and all that stuff, mm -hmm. it just wasn't a lot of overprotection. So when you when when your parents wasn't home, you had to figure it out. So it was a it was it was a it was my path. I was supposed to walk that path. Mm -hmm. Not nothing to brag about, nothing to like hang my head down about, but it wasn't easy, fun. It was just a learning process. That's how I interpreted it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the term latchkey kid around the, because I think I grew up around the same time you did. Uh, that was prevalent and popular. And considering the layout that what you just said, that a lot of the things that you had to do, you had to learn yourself. <laughs> yeah. So I totally understand that. I totally understand that. All right. So I think you sort of hit, you sort of hit the nail on the head a bit. I guess you can drive the nail further down. So what is a benefit and what is a drawback of growing up in New York? The benefit of the benefit at the time was family. Family yeah. was family. Like I went through some like yeah, the benefit. I'll start with the, the other one. OK. The crack pandemic hit and uh, affected my family. It affected my household. And at that time, it was a tough period in my life. I was probably in junior, I want to say high school, or junior high school. I was in junior high school. And uh, it hit my house hard, like viciously, like mm -hmm. sat, like ransacked my house. And the benefit of growing up in Brooklyn was at that time was just Family was family. Family came to help. Family came to save. So me and my siblings wound up getting saved by wisest, my uncle, my aunts. Like they came and they got us. And when you think about it now as an adult, families ain't like that. So if, if I, I could have, who knows where we would have been, me and my siblings, if family wasn't a priority back then. Hmm. Well, speaking of family, now I, of course, I, I, I know your uncle very well and that he touched on it, but you could touch it on, on a different aspect. So how important was your grandmother in that time? My grandmother was like, she was like the, my Spanish was terrible. <laughs> at the time. Mm -hmm. So, and she spoke only Spanish. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So I learned Spanish by once I moved in well mm -hmm. and really had like talking wise. I understood mm -hmm. a lot of verbiage, but talking wise, I didn't learn until I moved in well. I had to like, I couldn't access for nothing in English. Like that was her thing. Like you're not asking me nothing in English. You're in the wrong house. Talk Spanish. So I had to figure out Spanish. To me, she's like everything, yo. She's energy the energy the love like her love for me was insane and and taking me in during that time she was already older and the family vouching to back her up because if not then the foster place was not going to give us to her because she was she already had my uncle and my cousin in the house right, right. and we come into her and she's they know she can't 
take care of four kids. Right. So the family, like, that's what I mean. Family mm. held her down. Family held us down. Like, we ain't letting y'all go nowhere. Couple of aunts, couple of uncles, we're going to help you raise these kids. And mm. that's, that's it. That's nice, man. That's nice. It's great to have that type of figure that gives you a sense of who you are just from their presence. And that's a wonderful presence to have. Uh, okay, so what did you envision doing when you were young? <laughs> when I was young, I thought I was going to be a cop. Mm-hmm. At the time, that's it nice to be promoted a lot, a fireman. But in reality, I think a creator was always my call. Mm-hmm. I used to draw. I used to write rhymes. Uh, I just knew that my hands was my hands and my mouth. Mm-hmm. Sounds crazy. I guess. Check clear that. But my hands <laughs> <laughs> between my between what I could what I could create with my hands uh-huh. and my mind mm-hmm. and being able to articulate it. Yeah, was that I, I sky's the limits when you focus on when you just don't have a a ceiling of what you want to be. I never had like a. I want to be a cop, so I'm going to do everything under the sun, focusing on just a cop. Right. I just knew that at some point I'll figure it out, and here we are today. Mm. And I'm shocked. I was shocked. Like, knowing me, the only reason why I even started doing podcasting and stuff like that is because I honestly don't care what people think. So being judged because you know that's the aspect of it when you jump into for me was i'm a real type street guy yeah but being judged is not my thing like somebody just talking to me so before i even embarked on this i knew that i had to like work on myself Mm. wow that's a powerful statement seriously that's a powerful statement uh because many of us don't even come to that realization until it was way 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 late in our lives the fact that you came upon that early and you've learned you've learned facets of it as you've matured, yeah, you have in that aspect, you have it way over many people. I figured that you had something hip hop like related in you. Uh, so describe when you were a child and when you were in high school, describe the hip hop scene back then in, in Brooklyn and what drew you to it? Break dancing. Nice. <laughs> nice. Just the break dancing era was just before all the violence. I mean, there's always violence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every party's going to have maybe one fight. You might walk away from a party without a fight or leave the park without a fight. Mm-hmm. But when that DJ plugged in them speakers and mm-hmm. turned that music on, mm-hmm. it was a village. Block parties, everything was a the I grew up in a village. Right. If that makes sense. The village of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. There was a village in Brooklyn, villages within Brooklyn. And I grew up in a village. So within a four or five block radius, you couldn't even do nothing without your parents finding out. You couldn't really go crazy. You couldn't, you wasn't grown, man. Somebody was telling. Right. And it wasn't, and that that was the community. And that's mm-hmm. that's like. The, the, those are the things that drive me now. Mm. 
You know what I'm saying? It, it motivates me to bring that back. So there was nothing yeah. wrong with that. We change things sometimes that we don't need to change. Mm-hmm. I mean, evolution is going to happen, but mm-hmm. certain morals and values shouldn't change with evolution. Your way of thinking and your way of interpreting the new world that is before you has to adapt. But the village is the village, man. I never, I never, I, nobody was in competition with nobody. And that rap music was just, I was an LL fan, Run DMC. Uh, I did my X-Clan. I did my, uh, I did all of it. I tested all the waters. I mean, mm-hmm. I listened to all genres. I always listen to mm-hmm. all genres. So yeah. music was just, it soothes the savage piece for real. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. This is Revelations. This is a BS3 Network presentation. I want to do a TED Talk, but I don't have anything to talk about yet. I'm getting there. Life is for the living. We're not here that long. You can learn anything you want to learn without any money spent. What do I really enjoy? What do I really want out of life? I am your host, W-I-Z-E. Are you in a life-holding pattern? Well, this is for you. Welcome to the Stuck In My Mind podcast. Live every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central. There's a 100% chance of a laugh thunderstorm. Four men with different viewpoints take a movie, show, or documentary and review it uncensored, unfiltered, uncompromised, with no holds barred. Join BS3, Wilkes, King Dog, and HRAP-B as they take on Hollywood their own way. BS3 Network proudly presents The Forecast, where HRAP-B always predicts... If I owe you something, I ain't got it. And if you need it, get it from God. Live every Monday at 8.30 p.m. Central. Check your local listings for your viewing and listening pleasure. Entrepreneur, podcaster, and, well... Just an extraordinary good guy and author. Uh, Poppy J joins me on Revelations. He has opened the way quite nicely. And now it's time for us to walk across that bridge to prosperity. Now, this is where we link childhood lessons to adult application. Where did the nickname Poppy originate? 
it's just a Spanish term for men and <laughs> when women. It was a poppy. Right. Like that was just the mm -hmm. truth. When I I made I that name just came about once mm -hmm. I decided I was going into podcasting. Okay. Or, so it came from just I'm a father, mm -hmm. and Jay is just the 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 letter. The J stands for Jordan. J stands for so much, mm -hmm. like just the jungle. Like it's just I've I've been through the jungle. I've been in the jungle. Like we all have stories and sad stories, but mm -hmm. I came out of the jungle, and I'm here, and I'm 49. So I got to brag. <laughs> <laughs> So Poppy J was just easier, easier for the ladies to say. I wasn't focused on men saying, I don't care. You can say it however you want. But it was always, it was always for the women. It was always for like, but Poppy J is just because I learned that a father is more than a dad. No, I'm saying like I don't like being called daddy because that don't mean you fathering your child. Right. It just means that you birthed your child. Mm -hmm. A father to me is Poppy. Like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm Poppy J. Like I'm a father. Yeah. I may not be the perfect father. It may have took a while for me to learn and evolve into the father that I am now. But I am a father. I'm not a daddy. I don't care. That's just anybody can be a daddy. Step daddy. Everything like. That's a that's a it's not a slight towards those people because I've been a step. Well, I don't even like the word step. It's just father. Like if you can't call me father, then you're gonna call me godfather. But you're not gonna call me dad, stepdad. I don't want to be introduced like that. I want to like because if if it, 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 it's like a wedge and the love that you are willing to give to the step versus the one you have no problem saying is my son. So Bobby is just, it's more than just, it started out for the ladies, but I grew, I grew, <laughs> I evolve every day. I try to, I try to grow every day <laughs> in some aspect. Like even when I look at the names I had, I try to break it down and figure out why I came up with that name. Like, what was the significance of this? Or what was the significance of that? So I'm, I'm really into like self tuned in with myself into like the ghetto profile of, you know what I'm saying? Like I just, mm -hmm. I listen to people, I, I stay quiet. I go out, I'm quiet, mm -hmm. I'm up against, the, I'm in the cut and I just watch behaviors. And then I try to figure out why behaviors, like what made you do that? And that's where I'm at in life right now. Like It's just paying attention to your surroundings. I think that the world is changing. I don't think it's in our favor. And there's a, this is like a portal of everybody has this opportunity to solidify themselves in the new era, decade, or whatever you want to call it. That new world order, the new one that's about to come after they cross their T's and dot their I's with all these new laws. Mm -hmm. I just pay attention. I don't have mm -hmm. time to get lost again. I was lost once. I was in the jungle. Don't yeah. want to go back. You're drawn by the allure of street life. And 
well, thankfully you're alive. So that's another aspect of what could be the end. But uh, what situation got you put in jail? Federal conspiracy to distribute. A federal crime. Ooh. Yeah, this one, this last one. I've been there a couple of times, but this last, this last one was a federal conspiracy that uh, this one I learned they don't play fair. Like it was a federal conspiracy. There was no drugs sold. There was no sale indictments. There was nobody captured with drugs. This is just people talking on the phone and not knowing how to talk. And when I realized they could do that, when I actually was like, you know, they were like, oh, feds, you ain't never going to win 99% conviction rate. Mm-hmm. But when I got into that cesspool, I mm-hmm. realized that uh, I had to sit down and reevaluate where my head is at. Jeez, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, what? It, like, I spent probably the first year writing, like, which is now probably one, two, I would say three, probably like three manuscripts, all based on my life, all based on personal experiences, all like uh, I was my therapist at that <laughs> time. Now, when I look back at it and I realized yeah. I was like pre-therapy, like mm-hmm. I was I was gearing myself up to be able to be open to talking to someone as a therapist. So the, the, all, the first book I put out, all personal, 80, 95% facts, true story. Mm-hmm. Just people, places, and things I had to edit so nobody could just, oh, I remember right. that. Mm-hmm. But the first book, uh, Confession of a Man, The Evolution of a Player, mm-hmm. that's all my personal, that, that'll give you an idea of how I viewed women being a street person, how I went into the game, dedicated to respecting the game. So if I'm a player, then I'm a player. I don't got time to be love and then playing. Like it was, I was a player. There was no wifing, moving in with me, sharing beds. Like it was nothing. I was a strictly player. I'm not here to play no games and mislead anyone. Everything out everything out of that is your, your own fantasy world, what you think you can trick, get me, to to agree to but i was i was a good player like a good one i i, I respect the rules because everything is about rules you know what i'm saying like when yeah. you go on the street game there's yeah. rules yeah. you know you could die should my family go kill the person that killed me no if they do some of them was closer to me than others right. but at the end of the day the game calls for that the street life warrants death prison and if you're lucky, success. So I just I just spent the first year like realizing that I was going through time and just figuring out, like figuring out everything. I didn't have time to blame nobody. I think I actually blamed myself, which made me look at myself. So the first book, that was my 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 player uh playback. I went mm-hmm. all the way back and from the and then just played it and wrote it down. And then in my book, the confessions were where I really was at that time and why I why I chose to do certain things. And then for from peace to from prison to peace, uh plush life, it was just 
them reinstilling those morals, those values, those that integrity. Because we all have it and it all gets diluted and you just can't let it get washed away to where you just a savage. Jay on the other side. That's why we here on this platform. Marriage. A loving splendor. A daily grind. Such is the case when Damien and Jamie get together and chop it up. For marriage is real. Just, let's just lay it all out here. Let's just be real with it. Join this wonderful couple who keeps it real and always in love. BS3 Network proudly presents Marriage is Real. Where love is the only thing that matters. Live every Tuesday at 8.30 Central. Oh, and Jamie has something to say. Deuces and trays. Discouragement. Sorrow. Distance. Your arguments cause damage to your family. The hurt leads to divorce. You feel like there is nowhere else to turn. But there is hope for you. That's where we come into play. There is an overcomer that lives inside of you. One ready to take on the world as you leap for joy, living in victory. You'll grow to love yourself and others. There's life after divorce and you can claim it today. Get Over Divorce, where your new story begins here every Thursday on YouTube and Spreaker. Author, podcaster, and entrepreneur, Poppy J joins me on Revelations. He has opened the way and walked across that bridge. Now it is time for us to get behind the purpose. And we're behind the purpose. This is the reason why we function the way we do. Now, you mentioned uh, your time uh, being incarcerated. What was the biggest lesson you learned while you were incarcerated? Biggest lesson. It's a lot of lessons in there. Uh... Don't disappear again. I lost a lot of family members in prison. Wow. Mm. I lost a lot of family members. I, I could count probably, I could get to my second hand, if I'm not mistaken, mm. of family members, grandfather, father, uncle, aunts. She, ooh, man. That was it. Remember family, that, that brought me back to what my, mm -hmm. like my, 
That's when I realized it's family. Nothing else satisfies me. The streets didn't satisfy me. I was good at it. I was right. I was a I, I had a the adrenaline for that that life. Like anybody that know me, out of everybody that we was in the streets with, I was in in the streets, like right. all the time. So and it just wasn't satisfying. And I was chasing something that I realized I didn't realize until recently. And that was that clan, that group, your clique. That is what draws me more than anything. It's just being around a bunch of people that we all on the same path. We all trying to get it. We all hanging. We friends. We eat together. Our families is together. Like that was the the picture from Wu-Tang, from mobster movies, like people did right. erase the fact that, yeah, there was killers in mobster movies and everything, there's gonna be chaos. Mm-hmm. But the loyalty of a team, is in the, which is family is like, and I had it and I ran to the streets. So I had to regain that back. That's what I realized I was missing was just, that was my biggest lessons, like don't disappear again after the losses, after like never being able to say anything to my father changed me forever before he passed. Not to be able to be there, see him, nothing. Like that was insane. I almost got in more trouble being in jail just from hearing that news. That walk Mm -hmm. to the chapel is different. (laughs) You know it's something bad, you just don't know who it is. And my father, like I tell everybody, man, I was raised by two men. I looked up to two men and two men only. I got a lot of other influencers, right. but they but they all family. Mm-hmm. And my father was number one. And my uncle, who was a gay man, was number two. He taught me more about being a man than... I think that's why I never blame my parents for for the choices they made. Mm. Like he, he prepared me as a child to be militant. And in this world, you have to be a little militant. You can't wear your heart on your sleeve. You can't, like for me, that's just mm-hmm. the way he raised me as a militant gay man in the, in the 90s, early 90s and Ooh. 80s. Ooh. He was one of those old, and he was a vet, mm. a sergeant. Like it was a different, it was like I was almost a military kid. Right. Without ever going to the base, mm-hmm. which is, I must say, if done correctly, is a very crucial thing that we all should experience at some time. It's just the militant, to be militant, mm-hmm. to not always show that you're angry, to not always want to just lose your mind. It's just crazy. Like, I'm, I'll give everything to my uncle and my pops for, like, most of who the man I am today. Then all the women in my family is just the ones that gave me the, so like, you don't have to show sensitivity and you don't have to show emotions because of the things I learned from my uncle. Mm-hmm. But it's only right to have sensitive, be sensitive, have that vulnerability and just learn how to extract it without it becoming out like, I'm a man, I can't be sensitive. So I'm about to just punch people in the face. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was just like never going back. That's my, that was my, at the end of the day, that's my biggest lesson from prison. Just 
You don't got to explain nothing to nobody, and you can't miss nothing if you're not there. Hmm. Ooh, yeah, that's a powerful lesson there. Wow. All right, so when you got out, what was the first thing you wanted to do? Beat people up. <laughs> I was still early. <laughs> so I took the I took the first year and just lived in a town that I didn't have no ties to. Okay. Mm, that's smart. So that because I knew if I went back to the town mm-hmm. that I, was, I would went to, it wasn't gonna be right. I wouldn't have made it. Mm-hmm. So I after and then after being away for so long and realizing that oh because I'm over here, people are scared to just drive to different towns when you when it comes to the street life. You're not just mm-hmm. going to different neighborhoods. But mm-hmm. in my head was I'm not doing nothing illegal in this town, so mm-hmm. I'm a good guy out here. They just see me as a hard worker, right? You know what I'm saying? And it just it helped me separate like that. That people, places, and things is so 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 true. Oh yeah. Like more true, more it's so much. People don't understand the power of people, places, and things. Mm-hmm. Like just being in the wrong place isn't could mess your world up. The yeah. wrong people mess your world up. Mm-hmm. So it was just, and then but after I first came home, I just knew that I had to figure it out. I wound up getting a job. Well, jobs was never a problem, which is crazy because I even worked towards the end when I was even. In the drug world, mm-hmm. like I'm always been a painter, always been a handyman. So I knew that. And then once I felt the, when I once I realized that I didn't have to, I don't have to worry about looking over my shoulder. Yeah. When I could drive and don't, like I didn't mm-hmm. get all nervous when cops pulled me over because I'm legit. The only thing you can do is give me a ticket. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> I don't, there's nothing you're going to search the car here. I'll help you. Because mm-hmm. I don't want nothing in here. Like, it was that type of, like, it was just, a, everything just played out. When I think about it now, like, I was supposed to be here. And I lost a lot of friends just being on this path. Talking this positive stuff to looking at the world different and expressing, like, I speak like this in regular conversations because I don't be on the street stuff no more. So all I see is how to do, like I'm a hustler. Right. As you can see by the long list of stuff that (laughs) that, 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 that goes in my name. Yeah. Like I said, this, this change, this world order change and upgrade or whatever you want to reboot. There's a lot of opportunities, so I'm not going to get caught in one opportunity. I'm going to try everything, business, podcasts, radio, books, clothes, whatever, stocks. Mm. I say real estate. I like to clarify that. I'm not into real estate. Mm-hmm. I'm into real estates, which means a, a nice portion of land that can accommodate family mm-hmm. we're gonna build our own communities like that's my goal that's what i'm i'm i don't have no no breaks no more breaks there's no breaks in between this mission that i'm on mm. 
and my uncle got my back and I got some supporters that just know. And when the time is right, I already broke down. I did all the homework. I, I got connections with builders. I got connections with the big giant appliance markets. I used to work in all these. I, I, I network pretty good to the point where it's not, it probably costs just as much as a person is going to be stuck in a 30 year mortgage to get to, to even acquire more than what you're going to acquire from that little piece of real estate. Right. So my, my vision is different. You can't change a lot. You could change a lot. I don't believe you could change the hoods. I think the hoods, this is all by design. And when we stop, act, when we stop acting like history, then don't tell us this. <laughs> so if it's by design, they not telling you not to move and create a neighborhood, a, a cul-de-sac community on 20 acres or 10 acres of land. You could put a lot of people on 10 acres of land. Right. Of uh, that's willing to understand what this community is. And then your children are raised in a community again. And now you got neighbors that tell you when your kid is acting up down the street. Mm -hmm. So it's got to be re, re, rebuilt. Mm -hmm. It can't be fixed. You can't go and buy a prop, buy a couple of spots in, in Brooklyn, East New York, in the hood, and say you're going to make that into this. Be right back with more Poppy J. This is Revelations. Poppy J. If it wasn't consensual, you gotta protect the parties, you gotta be cautious. But this is two consensual adults. There's nothing to protect. Why is El Jefe? Could that be? Could, could it be that? Could it be that that he, he not getting the box all the time? He not getting that slobber knocker. BS3 Network proudly presents. The crew from the New York boroughs who never wants that smoke. Nah, they want that fire. Poppy J and Wise El Jefe, Fridays at 10 p.m. Central. Check your local listings for your viewing and listening pleasure. This is a BS3 Network presentation. Politics. They'll write the law, but they'll enforce it differently. Is that going to apply both ways? Religion. God never said that we can't reason together. Matter of fact, he said, let us sit and reason together. Relationship. I believe that everybody wants and needs somebody. From a man's perspective. They say, girls, if I put some polish on that and get him to some, buy some different clothes, girl, he could be a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Joined a thought engineer. There's nothing wrong with me developing my piece and you developing your piece, but understand the goal is to come together. And comedian John Yogi. Negro, I don't need you putting on no chapstick up there in the pool pit. You do that over there in your chair. Get ready for. Talk Monday. Woo! Live. 
every Monday at 7 p.m. Central. You want to watch these interviews commercial free? Well, now you can. Revelations is on Patreon. Become a patron today. Podcaster, entrepreneur, and author, Poppy J. George from Revelations. He has opened the way, walked across the bridge. He has given us the reason why he is who he is. Now it is time to bring it all to light. Now, all of us shine in a unique way, and there is no question, Jay, you definitely are of no exception to that department. And so, yes, you have uh, mentioned your book, The Plush Life, from Prison to Priest. Peace, you touched on it. We'll talk a little bit more on it. But there was something that I wanted to talk about with the title of it. Plush. You made it an acronym. So what does plush, P-L-U-S-H, mean? Plush is what I deem the only way for true freedom and peace. So, and that's it's, so it's in the like plus P stands for peace, mm-hmm. L stands for love, U stands for unity, S stands for success, and H stands for happiness. And I believe if you go in that order, it mm. works. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If there's no peace, then where are you getting love and, and and unity? Right. If there's no love, then where are you getting unity? Mm-hmm. If there's no unity, then where's the success? Yeah. And if there's no success, are you really happy? And you're right. And you can have all, you can have the other four letters, but if you don't have peace, you're right. You won't be able to appreciate it. You won't. It. You can't if, even. Yeah, you can't appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Because you're not at peace, right? So you don't even know how to appreciate the art, the beauty of peace. Yeah. So it was. It started. The book was originally titled "Steps Towards Plush." Okay. Because in my head, I was in prison, so the artwork wasn't there yet. Right. So in my head, when I thought about artwork and how much I could actually do myself, right, just seeing a picture of just steps. Mm-hmm. And somebody walking up the steps and you just see nothing, just like a light, a door. Right. And you just walking towards the steps and then peace, love, unity, success is those steps. And if you get if you could acquire peace, love, and it was the it was originally not from prison to peace. It was the plush life, the truth hurts more than lies. <laughs> And however my editor decided to go about it, which I gave her free Pepper Chambers. Shout out to Pepper Chambers. She's a very unique woman. And she does put she gives a thousand percent plus to 
your work. And uh, she just changed. She just came back to me with a whole different concept. She turned me into it because it was really more the original. If I ever decide to like just publish the original writings, it probably would be like as big as a Harry Potter book. That's how much self-reflection I did with my childhood and my decision making and my parents and their decision making. Like it might not even be wise to put it out there because it was so like a diary. Like yeah. a, if, if, uh, if I sat there and talked to a therapist, everything she wrote and the, the heartfelt feelings and stuff, it was yeah. in that. It was in that. Now you've mentioned him all throughout this uh, this interview. Next time that we uh, talk about him, uh, your uncle, my 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 uh, my brother, <laughs> my guy, oh, man, the one that we call Wise El Jefe. Uh, before we talk about the show that you all do now, that's on the BS3 Network. Uh, talk to me about the relationship and the bond that you two share, because it seems. It, it seems to be the two of you are like each other's best friend. That's that's the vibe I get when I look at the two of you. Well, not to assume that I'm his best friend. <laughs> I like that. Not to assume that I'm his best friend, but right. I think we grew up in the same village. You can yeah. lose your way but so long, you know, but when you was when you go back when you take that dark trip through soul mm-hmm. and try to find out your purpose in life, you're only gonna feel the comfort of the loved ones, your yeah. villages, the true ones, but before all the materialistic and everything came into play in the world, mm-hmm. started making everything so fast and microwave. Right. And we lived with each other. Mm-hmm. Top bunk, bottom bunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know each other. Right. We just and then I respect his journey and his path. Mm-hmm. And he 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 may not respect my journey and path fully, but he respects that I navigated my way out of it. Right. I, I would I would believe that he respects that I navigated my way out of it, and I think it was more for him to know how real I was. Right. Because I always knew that he was that positive type of person, that thoughtful person, say the right things. Mm. And I'm totally opposite. It's like the odd couple. Mm. And you see how many seasons they ran for. Right. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> you see how many seasons they took, they raised, how many children they raised. <laughs> but, uh, He's my brother. Yeah, he's my uncle, but he's my brother because his my grandmother's my mother. Mm-hmm. She took that role when I moved in. Right. So I'm not I'm not his nephew. I'm his foster brother. Right. You want to use the technical terms? I'm his foster brother, adopted brother, whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. That's my brother. Yeah. I, I say uncle because I'm. A, it's okay. I feel I, I'm. It's not wrong with saying that, even though he's younger. Sometimes growing up, it's like, man, you just my cousin, dude. I beat you up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you're an older person. You got my uncle. Like get out of here. Mm-hmm. But 
He's my uncle, man. He said the right things. He gave me wisdom that I ignored because he was young. <laughs> right. He tried. Like, so he may not know until here it is, but he mm. gave, I've, there's things he's told me and mentioned, and even if it wasn't in the nicest way. See, this, he's one of those people, which is crazy. He's one of those people I do not want to disappoint. Mm. Back then, I didn't care because I was older. Right. But now, he's, I, he's my uncle. Mm -hmm. No matter how old he is. Right. And he's one of those people that ended up on that list that saying something that even makes me think that he's disappointed mm -hmm. will impact my thought process. It will make me reevaluate things and look at where he's coming from and why he would say that. So he's one of those people. He's my brother. We cool. We best friends. We hang out. I'm going to see him this weekend. Like, mm -hmm. that's what we do. We just the odd couple that works. Did this begin? <laughs> and uh, where do you all want to take uh, take the show? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know how this began. He was networking. And he came to me and said, BS3 is a network. Mm -hmm. Think about getting, and they got a Roku uh, TV channel, and do you want to do it? And I was like, Roku TV. Mm -hmm. I said, no matter people with Roku. Sure, I'll do it. Mm. <laughs> now, mind you, <laughs> I told him I had nothing to do with this. You're right. going to produce it. You're going to do going to feed. Because this is this is what I learned. And I, I he's grasping that. Mm -hmm. I realized that with this show. Mm -hmm. You just got to feed, throw me the ball. I'm taking mm -hmm. it to the hoop. Mm -hmm. I'm taking it to the end zone. Yeah. I'm putting it in the goal, wherever you, whatever, whatever topic, life, sports. I'm just going to, listen, I'm not a sports analyst, mm -hmm. but there's people that's not analysts that look at sports and they can misinterpret that as life. That's true. So now nah, I'm going to question everything. I question everything. I, I'm mm -hmm. going to point, you could do the positive part and then I'm going to give my conspiracy theorist people <laughs> something. <laughs> <laughs> to something to think about like i'm gonna paint this picture so that it's mm -hmm. something that it's a it could be a masterpiece it could be trash i don't know but mm -hmm. i'm gonna look at it for a minute and look at this picture and try to decipher it so mm -hmm. and he like i said all you gotta do is call me that's the, yeah. that's the that's what he has that a lot of people don't have <laughs> Entrepreneur, podcaster, author, Poppy J, George on Revelations. And now we have come to the wonderful part of the show, what we call Plug Tuning. So in honor of De La Soul, we allow our guests to plug or promote his or to his or her heart's desire. In this case, it's his. And uh, all I have to say to the one who is known as Poppy J, the floor, sir, is yours. Oh, this is link session. I I ain't no different than my uncle, man. Check out Stuck in My Mind podcast. <laughs> Run them numbers up. We need that. We need that. Uh, we need that boost. 
So Stuck in My Mind podcast, you can find it on all major platforms. You can find it on YouTube. You can check out Real Wise TV. We're trying to start a production company that and and be a more give more assistance to other people, upcoming podcasters. You can highlight us for questions, pick our brains. We do uh, graphic and designs. We do uh, video editing. We have a team that that's dedicated to the company, dedicated to the brand, dedicated to the village. Uh, you can check out my book, From Prison to Peace, Plush Life, on Amazon, iBook. Uh, I would say it's, a, it's an interesting read. It's a thought-provoking book, if I had to give it an exact title. It's thought-provoking. Uh, you want to check out Real Wise Radio, download that app. Let's run these apps up. The, the more we ain't, people try to get it twisted, the app for us, though, our goal is to get it downloaded. We, we invite people to join the radio station and promote on the radio station because that's what it's there for. It's our platform. I'm not, I'm, I, I don't, I don't even do nothing. I just program it. Wise tells you what to do. Uh, you want to check out our new show on BS3 Network. You can find BS3 Network on Roku TV. Uh, Poppy J and Wise El Jefe. That's come on at 10 o'clock. I think he said C Central Time. Yeah. If I heard it right. That's correct. Uh, and just stay tuned, man. We 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 collabing, we cross promoting, we doing this right. You ain't gotta be greedy. There's enough food and money for everybody. We are the village, and that is my thing. I got a poppy's confidential. I'm still up in the air, but it would definitely be exclusive to Patreon page because I will be giving up some smoke, fire smoke. So, <laughs> are you gonna catch? But it's exclusively to TikTok. And a little three minute, two minute, 30 seconds, depending on what I give you, that's where you get your snippets at. It will no longer be on YouTube channels or anything because we got a business that we got to protect. Mm. And uh, plugs, plugs. Uh, check out Revelations. As you can see, YouTube, ACAS, Patreon. He has a Patreon page. I got to be his Patreon. I didn't even see that. Slip past my Um. Listen, man, it costs nothing to support. It costs nothing to like. It costs nothing to share. And I'm dead serious with this. Like, we got to do better. We got to do better with fighting over crumbs when there's a lot of food out there. Like, let's do better. And that is my final word. Son, you want to say something since you're throwing up the heart? Yes. You want to say something? Yes. Nah, get out of here. I'll be done in a minute. <laughs> throwing up mad little hearts. <laughs> uh and that's it i mean we are the village that's what i stand by that i live by that Bye -bye. i embody that we are the village and if you ain't a villager prayers and thoughts <laughs> that's Peace it I mean, thoughts and prayers like i pray for you you know, wish everybody the best mm. and i don't think i got anything else to say i don't really told you wise does all the promotion stuff right right i right. just i freestyle <laughs> 
<laughs> I see. I see. Guys, <laughs> right, son, don't put an L. We're not losing. L's for losers. We don't do that. <laughs> podcast, <laughs> podcast, entrepreneur, author, and as you can see, father, a wonderful father at that. Bobby J. Joining me on Revelations, man. Thank you so much for joining thank, me. I totally thank you for that. having me, and thank you for allowing me to be me. And thank you for future adventures, uh, because I'm pretty sure me and you gonna link up somewhere down the line. I agree, <laughs> and I look forward to it. I look forward to it. Man. I agree. I agree. You're a villager. I got yeah. that vibe, man. Yeah, so, brother. You know, anytime you need you can't, the guest call out. Like I give all the shows that I do that I get that vibe. If you mm-hmm. give a guest calls out, call me. All right. Wise up, reach out, I'll fill in. All right. I will you know say like I, I, I there's a few podcasters that I uh I, I be the village. I gotta yeah. lead by example, so I'm yeah. available. All right. All right. Well, thank you again, man. I appreciate it. Dictionary, it means a building in which people are legally held as punishment for a crime they have committed or while awaiting trial. In other ways, it means being trapped in your mind by certain conditions in life. For Poppy J, it was a place where he found redemption and a launching pad for his purpose. Family and community mean a lot to him. In his heart, what matters most is the sense of oneness and a power of a loving group. That speaks to the heart of this man. The Bible says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. One of our biggest reasons we are on this earth is to lighten the load of those around us and those who come after us. Being a responsible family member can do just that. But in Poppy J's eyes, family is more than just blood. It's that sense of community where he wants all of us to be set free. A surprise. Many thanks to Poppy J for giving us this perspective on life. You know what I'm saying? So chill. You see me and uh, why don't you join us every Tuesday where you will see a different person on this particular show being interviewed by yours truly each and every week. For changing the world one conversation at a time, I'm Cole Johnson, and this has been Revelations. Thank you for tuning into Revelations. To download this episode, go to ACAST and type Revelations. For apparel, go to Spring and type Revelations. Music by Lakey Inspired. <laughs> <laughs>